Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. It is a distinct possibility that this is his last at bat of 1998. Take a good long look. This is going to have to last you until next March in Florida. First and third, two out. With former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line where we continue to celebrate long gone summer week here on 101 ESPN. Happy to be joined by a guy that Danny Mack told us before our show is one of the most beloved people within the Cardinals organization. He is Mark Dijon. He worked within the organization in a variety of roles, including being on the coaching staff for Tony LaRussa from 96 to 01. He was in the organization for more than 20 25 years. Mark, thrilled to have you on the show today. Thanks for joining us. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I uh, appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, uh, it's just, uh, it, it was an amazing summer. It certainly was. So let's let's start with that, Mark, because you were you were part of the coaching staff that year. You got to watch it all firsthand. Is there is there a singular memory that immediately pops into the back of your mind as you you look back on what was the summer of '98? Well, I don't know if there was a singular uh, memory. It was just uh, you know, it, like I said, it was an amazing summer, and there's there's so many things that that. Uh, that you think about when you when you look back at it from the first home run that he hit uh, to the, when he broke the record and then he didn't hit one for like a, I believe it was for a week and Sosa caught him and and then uh, Sosa ended up uh, going ahead of him I think on a Friday night it was because they they I remember them putting the the fact on the scoreboard that Sosa had hit his sixty uh, six home run down in Houston. And uh, that put him ahead of uh, McGuire, I think, for the first time all year. And uh, McGuire's next at bat, he hit a home run and tied him. And then, uh, obviously, that was the, they remained tied on that Friday. And then he hit two on Saturday and, and two on Sunday. So, uh, and the other thing that I remember was the, the fact that uh, Philippe Lula, who was the manager for um, uh, the Expos at the time, was... Uh, 
uh, you know, they asked him where was he going to pitch to McGuire and uh, Felipe's uh, just the type of manager and the person that he was. He said, "We're not trying to um, develop uh, cowards here. We're we're pitching to him." And, and Felipe, being Dominican, it's a, it, it's really it, it's just the type of person that he that he was with uh, Sosa being Dominican and Felipe being Dominican. You would think that maybe possibility <laughs> that he maybe wouldn't pitch to him, but they they did and. Uh, and he hit uh, uh, four more, so two on Saturday, two on Sunday. So uh, uh, sometimes batting practice was just as fun as uh, as the games. Now, Mark, you know, I want to go back to something you just said about Felipe Alou and his decision to pitch to Mark McGuire. As a coach yourself, are you a little surprised that more teams didn't just automatically walk him every time he got to the plate, especially when he's hitting record-breaking number of home runs? Uh, you know, in a in a way, yes. But then, in the in a way, you know, it was like uh, I, I think it was a challenge to pitchers to try to get them out. You know, and uh, and uh, you know, pitchers are very, uh, you know, they've got a lot of pride and and they want to feel like they can uh, they can get them out. Uh, I, I think the one thing that they they that they didn't do besides. You know, I mean, that besides walking him, was they didn't pitch inside to him a lot. And why do you think that was? Well, I, <laughs> I, I think they were afraid to. I think they didn't want to be the guy that maybe would would hit him and, and maybe you know <laughs> break his break a hand or you know a, you know a finger or something. And and Tony was. Uh, Tony was very protective of of McGuire, uh, you know, inside. So, you know, if you wanted to do that, there was, um, you know, there would be consequences for that. Uh, so, uh, and you know, listen, you give the pitchers, you give them credit, and uh, you know, McGuire went through. Uh, he was a great guy, great guy, and really nice guy, tremendous hitter. Um, really smart, intelligent. He 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 did things that. Uh, Way back then, I mean, never used never used a, a weight on his back when he took his warm up swings in the on deck circle. Never never did that. Um, and when he was asked about it, he said, "I, I want the the weight of my bat." Uh, uh, you know, when I go up there, I want to take the same swing on the on deck circle as I want the bat to feel the same as as I do in the in the batter's box. And you know, I mean, I played for a while. I, I wasn't much of a player, but. <laughs> I don't know if I ever took a swing without a weight on. <laughs> my problem was that I, when I got to the plate, it seemed like I still had my weight on. <laughs> We're talking to former Cardinals coach Mark DeJean. He was on the staff with Tony LaRusa from 96 to 2001. It's interesting you talk about how great of a guy Mark McGuire was, how, much, how good of a teammate he was, because now we look back on it, and of course the story that is told right. is of the steroids, right? And that's, that's kind of the way that people right. view you that summer, but can you give us a little bit of insight? What, what was Mark McGuire like inside of that clubhouse? From what you were able to see, well, he was a, he was a he was a quiet guy, but um, you know, I mean, obviously, he wasn't loud. I mean, that wasn't him. He was a really just an exceptional guy. And I'll, I'll just tell you this one story. Um, well, uh, I'll tell you this: that during during the season, as this home run uh, uh, thing was going on with Sosa. You know, guys from the from the other club would send over stuff that they would want signed. You know, and they would come over with uh, laundry baskets. 
And I, I can remember, like, you know, if they came in for a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, four-game series, or even a three-game series, on Sunday morning, he'd be there early, and he'd be in the laundry room signing all the kind of uh, the, the stuff that other guys from the other teams wanted. And uh, if they wanted it personalized, they would put a note on it, and he would do it. And uh, he was just that type of guy. But the thing that I remember, one of the things that was really special was uh, before the last three games against Montreal to, to end the season, I believe that we had a Thursday off. And what happened, he came in on Thursday, and which was an off day and signed a dozen baseballs for every player. Now, you also have to remember that the, the call-ups in September were there also. So it wasn't just 25 men. It was probably 32, 33, and all the coaches. So every, when you came in on Friday, because he didn't want to be bothered over the weekend, everybody had a dozen autograph balls from Mark McGuire sitting in front of their locker. And that's just the type of guy that he that he that he was. Good guy, really nice guy. Um, you know, funny part about you're, you're talking to a to a guy right now that my favorite player was was Roger Maris mm-hmm. growing up. So um, you know, it uh, you know he kind of had kind of you know, I wanted him to break the record at the time. I I didn't know of the other you know the things that transpired uh, that came out later on. But, uh, you know, it's it's just a, a, a kind of a funny story because McGuire was so so loved in St. Louis and the fans wanted him to, to break the record. And, you know, most people in baseball wanted him to break the record. Whereas when when Maris, uh, uh, grown, when I was growing up and, and when Maris was uh, on the verge of breaking the record, uh, people didn't want him to do it, you know, and, uh, and because it was Mickey Mantle there, that was the same year Mantle hit 54. So uh, they liked Mantle better than, than Maris, and Yankee fans didn't, didn't want Maris to to break it. And then, of course, it was it was about the other in great Yankee Babe Ruth. So uh, it, it's just a there's a lot of storylines to the whole to the whole summer. But um, you know, I, I think Sosa might have had more fun with it than than McGuire did. You know, it seemed like he was always smiling. But I, I think uh, McGuire was supposed to be the the big home run hitter, and and Sosa was kind of it was a little bit of a a surprise that uh, that he was hitting as many as he did. Well, Mark, I want to dive into the clubhouse just a little bit here. And what what was it like to be a coach, one of the team at that point, and also being a coach on the staff that's coaching Mark McGuire at the time? I mean, what kind of a atmosphere was going on there? And was it hard for you guys to keep everybody dialed in at that time? No, I, I you know, it's um, it was a... You know, it was a it was a pretty good club. I mean, uh, you know, uh, down the road a little bit. Uh, you know, two thousand, two thousand one. We, you know, we got a lot better. But it was a it was a good club that everybody got along. And uh, like I said, McGuire was, uh, you know, he was fairly quiet, but uh, you know, he was visible. And uh, you know, he it was a uh, it was just fun. It was it was almost like uh, for me as a coach, it was almost. Uh, uh, we were just, ex- uh, you know, I was just as excited uh, to see the game start and see what he was going to do as the fans were. You know, I think you're almost like a fan of it, just kind of sitting back and watching it and, and uh, transpire. And you were truly amazed because the amount of pressure, uh, you know, I think Roger Maris had pressure on him because the people didn't, you know, Yankee fans.
fans didn't want him to break it, and a lot of people didn't want him to break the record at the time. Uh, but I think McGuire was under tremendous pressure just because of the media, you know, the you know the social media, the the you know uh, shows like uh, like that you have on today, and and uh, just there's just much much more attention to every every detail of of, of his life and and uh, in each and every day of the season. But it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and uh, I think the you know the players just you know uh, they were you know they they were out wondering what he was going to do uh, each night also. So. Uh, uh, it was just a good team, and and you know, listen, and you got Tony Larusa as your as your manager. Uh, if you know anything about Tony, <laughs> you're going to be dialed. You're going to be dialed in. I mean, he's not going to let you. You know, Tony very detailed, uh, great guy. Another another guy that's kind of was misunderstood. Real funny guy, and and you know, when you you're on the other side, you didn't like him, but you you know, uh, when he was on your side, he was it was amazing. You know, so um, but anyway, it was uh, the McGuire thing. It was it was great for baseball. Um, you know, it turned out to be a little you know down the road. It, it was, you know, it, it, it obviously it got tarnished, and, and guys are, are feeling consequences for that. But um, back then, I had I had no idea anything like that was going on. I mean, you didn't see anything like that in the clubhouse, and I, I just always thought that, um, you know, I said, man, you know, because when I was coming through the game, uh, you know, weights were, you know. There was no weight rooms, and you were told not to lift weights, you know. So uh, the game obviously has changed. So I was just saying these guys are, are, you know, they're they're a lot bigger and stronger because of the the, the weights. And you know, unfortunately, the other things transpired. But uh, you know, in the end, you still, you know, what you didn't know was how many guys, you know, how many pitchers that were actually doing it. Right. So um, yeah, so it's it's listen, you, you still. You still got to do it, and, and he was a home. McGuire was a pure home run hitter, and it's 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 a shame because, in the sense, if you look back at his career when he was like thin as a rail, but he was lean and strong. You know, he hit forty nine his rookie year, I mm-hmm. believe. So he's in in my opinion. He he had as good a chance as, as anybody to to break the record without all the other uh, stuff involved. And you know, as you see, Aaron Judge uh, was on pace to you know to hit sixty or sixty one, sixty two just a few years back. So uh, you know, it it is what it is. But it was an exciting summer for 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 everybody, for especially the city of St. Louis and the fans, and which they are they're they're incredible. So it's. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Former a lot of fun. former Cardinals coach Mark DeJean joining us here on Riz and BK on 101 ESPN. We just got a minute or two left here, Mark. I wanted to ask you quickly, um, is he the best power hitter you've seen? You've been around this game for a long time. Where does Mark yeah. McGuire rank in terms of the pure power that he had? Oh, it's, uh, it's you know, I can tell you this, that when he would take batting practice, uh, you wouldn't feel comfortable even on uh, like 10, 15 feet on the outfield grass. That's how hard he hit balls. And you, you just, you'd back up. You'd just back up and just get the heck out of the way because 
he he scorched the ball, but he he was so strong. And and uh, I can remember in Arizona they opened up these big portals in in center field in the outfield. He did them through that. The guys in Colorado, the players on uh, uh, the opposing, you know, on the Colorado team would move their cars where they parked because he would, you know, the air being so thin there, he'd hit them over the clubhouse and they were afraid to get their cars in. But, yeah, as far as uh, power hitters, that, that, yeah, I would say he, he, he's right there. He, he'd be number one. I mean, it's just tremendous, tremendous power and, and just a, a pure, a, a really pure home run swing. And uh, just that he was – he didn't probably get as much credit for as as good a hitter as he as he was, but he he really was an intense, focused guy. So uh, I'd say he's the, he'd he'd be at the top of my list. We're joined by Mark Dijon. He worked in the Cardinals organization in a variety of roles, including serving on Tony Larusa's staff from '96 to 2001 as a coach. Always appreciate the time, Mark. Uh, I want to have you on again soon because we were told by Danny Mack before the show. He's he hosts the show right before us from 10 to 11 o'clock right here on 101 ESPN. He said you were very close with Mike Schilt and you were the best man in his wedding. I've got to get some Schilty stories from you so we would love to have you back soon but oh. we really do appreciate the time for you joining us yeah. today i'll just tell you i'll tell you this about Chilty. i used to get on him in the clubhouse because i said he i told him he, he needed to get in the weight room i said because you're, the only, you're, the, you're the only guy in baseball that your your uh your calves are as big as your thighs <laughs> <laughs> that's tremendous mark we really appreciate it man this has been okay. absolutely fantastic thanks so much for joining guys, us today You guys call anytime.